Welcome to the Legacy of Legends, a Dynasty podcast. Join the Legacy of Legends team as we talk about the ins and outs of fantasy football, specifically from a Dynasty perspective. Our purpose is to help you make the moves to leave your mark and establish a legacy in your Dynasty League. And welcome. My name is BJ Kent, and I'm welcomed in by the one and only Stephen Devo Deaton. How are you, Stephen? Good. What's going on? Been a while. Man, it's, it's been a good break is what it's been, Stephen. Yeah, it has. I've been so busy, man. So busy. Needed, man, a, little, been... needed a little break because I've had so much other stuff going on, to be honest. I just need to kind of get back, and we got the rookie draft coming up in a couple of weeks, so it's time to start diving back in a little bit. Absolutely, man. I've I just been focusing in on uh, kind of getting some of these leagues up and together, Stephen, like we talked about uh, in one of the previous episodes. You said that kind of during the off season, you'll take it league by league for a couple of weeks during the off season and not really get too overwhelmed or nothing. Right. And I've right. uh, been doing that, making some big moves, man. And so like mm-hmm. what you said, the, the draft's coming up, uh, trying to make some final trades to plug in some final pieces before that draft. And I'm just excited right. to sit back and watch and see who goes where. Right. Same. Man, uh, so <clears throat> we got a friends over at another podcast, Jab Step, a fantasy basketball podcast, who actually is going to submit us with our icebreaker question this week, Stephen. So we're just going to kind of run through this very quickly. Uh, hot topic during the off seasons has been Aaron Rodgers. Um, it's been said that he is leaving Green Bay and going over to the New York Jets. Uh, there has been an interview with the New York Jets GM where he's like, oh, yeah, Rodgers is on his way. It's a given. And yet we still don't have any news here. And so we're still waiting. Uh, I know there was rumors about OBJ actually signing there in New York. Uh, he ended up going to Baltimore. And so I wonder if that's going to damper the situation or not. Uh, but my thing for you, Stephen, I guess just a current, very, very quick question. How are we feeling about the current situation with Aaron Rodgers? He sucks. <laughs> I hate him. Oh, man, hate, just, just I, get straight I, he's to 30, it. He's 39. He's a diva. He goes on extravagant uh, vacations to where he just puts himself in a hut and does yoga for months and comes back with long hair and hippie vibes and I just don't like him. He, he's not he's not my guy. So he wasn't good last year either. Only threw twenty six touchdown passes, twelve interceptions was the most he'd thrown since two thousand eight. Um, didn't finish in the top twelve as a QB one. Um, just uh, just very very. Not good last year, and 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 going to the Jets doesn't really excite me, um, as far as fantasy goes. So, I'm kind of out on him. Uh, if you're talking about ranking him, where's he going to be ranked? Just with his current situation, Packers or Jets, he's going to play for somebody. I mean, he is going to play. Yeah. I don't see him not playing. Um, but I mean, he's way back at the back end of QB two for me, oh, as yeah. far as rankings and 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 evaluations and trade uh, value and all those things that go into dynasty with his age. Now, could he finish higher than back in QB two? Probably. But as far as his, his value for me, it's back in QB two, man. And and I'll be honest with you. I'd probably be looking to shed him if I could. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing, Steven is like when you have a quarterback who may play one year and be done, it's kind of hard to hold any value at all yeah, in dynasty. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I saw Tom Brady go for late first with one year left, you know, but that's oh, Tom yeah. Brady. So there's not, I'm not saying there's no value here with Rodgers. I'm just saying I, I'm kind of out on him. And if I had some, I'd be trying to move him, you know, oh, yeah. if I could get, you know, what I felt was fair. 
Oh yeah, like if I if I could sell Rogers right now for a late first dude in a heartbeat, absolutely yep, in a heartbeat. Yep. Uh, but I'm I'm in the same boat as you, man. Uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't have a single share of Aaron Rodgers, and I don't want a share of Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Um, with it, it just he kind of feels like a redraft quarterback, and like what you said, it he may finish top twenty four, but there's a high chance that he doesn't as well. And so um, I do think the New York Jets thing is not a given, but just like what you said, if he does go there, it doesn't just excite me. Like I'm not saying Garrett Wilson to the moon, even though I do think Wilson's a pretty good dynasty wide receiver. I'm not like just boosting him up top three or nothing. Um, But let me ask you this, David. You said something about hippie vibes and stuff, man. Did you see the news about him going and like just secluding himself in a sabbatical into a dark, a dark room for like three days? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I can't, I can't deal with this guy. I can't deal with people like this. Like I, I just can't. He's he doesn't live in the real world. You know what I mean? No. And, and a, lot of the, a lot of these, a lot of these people don't. Let's be honest. A lot of these professional athletes, they don't live in the real world. But when you start talking about going on a sabbatical and putting yourself in a room for dark room for, I, just get out of here. Just you're not my guy. Okay, he's not my guy. You're not that guy, pal. You know? I mean, come <laughs> on, get out of here. So. If, if I, <laughs> My thing is, Stephen, is like I I don't understand how Pat McAfee is friends with this dude, man. Because like either. like McAfee seems like one of the most down to earth guys, just lovable dude. And then here we are with Aaron Rodgers. I heard somebody use the nickname Karen Rodgers the other day, and I was yeah, like, that that yeah. fits it to a T, man. Yeah. Uh, but enough about Aaron Rodgers. Uh, like what you said, Stephen, I'm out as well. Don't don't really want to take up any more of the podcast with any more nope. information about him. Uh, so there you let's go, man. We, we we helped you out, Ben. Thanks for the request, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, and so moving into kind of the meat section of our podcast this week, uh, we're just going to take it very, very simple, guys. Uh, we want to kind of just have a quick episode before we get into the rookie draft and the hype that's around it. And so this week, we're just going to be talking about Dynasty Tips. Uh, me and Steven, we, we've both been playing Dynasty for years now. Uh, I think I'm in year six or seven of my Dynasty experience. Steven, I know you're probably up there, what, like 10 plus years now? Uh, I know you're getting close. It's it's just a, maybe a year past you. I'm, I don't think I'm 10 years in. I maybe started a year before you, maybe gotcha. two. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, golly. Doesn't feel like I've been doing it that long, but I guess I have. You know, when you get so many championships, it's kind of hard to keep count, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, it really is. It really is. <laughs> uh, so, anyways, with us having this much experience and stuff, I think we still are kind of new to Dynasty, you know, even if we are less than 10 years. Uh, but with it, you pick up knowledge along the way. You pick up strategies. You pick up things to remember. And so that's what we're going to talk about today is just very, very simply put, Dynasty tips. Things to remember going into the 2023 NFL season. And so, man, Stephen, I know for me, man, when I got into Dynasty, I made mistakes left and right. I still had that redraft mindset. I didn't value first-round picks. I didn't know how to value players and their ageism and all that other kind of junk. Uh, but man, moving into it over the years, you kind of pick up on some stuff. And so let's just talk about some advice that we've learned over the past couple of years of dynasty and what we'll do, Stephen, we'll just cover two dynasty tips a piece. And so, uh, if you don't mind, Stephen, I'm gonna go ahead and go first, man. Um, yeah. I've heard many, many people over the dynasty community say, know your league. I want to put a spin on this real quick. And my first dynasty tip is know your league mates. Know your league mates. I know this is something that, like I said, a lot of people in the dynasty community say, but it's something that needs to be reiterated over and over and over again. 
Uh, Stephen, we were just talking about trade partners just a second ago before this episode. And with it, when you enter a dynasty league with 11 others, preferably 11 others, uh, you need to be studying up on your competition, man. Watch their tendencies, and then I'm just going to go ahead and say this, expose them. If a manager sells their first for cheap old players for win now, make note of that. If a manager loves the struggle of a rebuild and will sell players for cheap draft picks, remember that. You do not have to win every trade, but when you know every manager in your league and their tendencies, you have a massively better chance of building your dynasty team into being a powerhouse and you can make a solid run. And so Mm -hmm. as you get to know your league mates, you'll understand what their dynasty strategy is. You'll figure out the noobs who still use the, some of the trade calculators and stuff. You'll have other people who are homers who like the new Orleans saints players. And will give you a first round pick for Jameis Winston. And Mm so with all of this, man, keep track of that. And then, like I said, I'm not saying like take advantage of them, but like expose those tendencies, man. If you can get a better deal in the long run and help provide for your team and to actually make a championship run, then make those moves, you know? Yeah, man, I agree. And and it, it that's great to know your league and to know your league mates. And like you said, knowing those knowing your league mates and knowing what they like to do or the players that they like, um, you know, and, and if you can expose maybe that um, and get maybe just a little extra for a guy that they like for your team. That's great. And then they'll be happy too, because they got the guy that they like, um, you know, so I agree with you. I think, I think knowing your league mates is, is very, very key. Um, don't, don't, don't just go to a league mate and throw them something out there. That's just that, you know, they're going to hate because they're not, they're not going to respond to you. That's I've, I've seen that more than anything lately as people just throw in bull crap out to you that is just that you know you're not going to get a response like i i'm a i'm a complete advocate of yes respond make timely responses to trades and this and that but i'll be honest bj i am guilty of seeing a trade that is so bad that i just let it sit and i don't respond and i don't reject and i just let it go you know i'm just because it's just you know so but anyway yeah so i know that's off on kind of left field there but yeah, man, I agree. You need to you need to know your league mates, and that's going to help you, you know, in the long run of of being able to expose some of their tendencies. So, absolutely, right. Stephen. And then just like what you said, man, it follows straight into your first fantasy advice here. Yeah, um, my first fantasy advice here that I've kind of that I've kind of picked up on, um, and I kind of been doing this since I've started, but I've really kind of honed in on it the more I go is going and getting the players that you love, okay? Um, and, and what I mean by that is I mean go get the players that you love. Like I love, I'm not, you know, certain players, and I may value them more and know their true value, but if but what I'm saying is be willing to give up a little more to get the player you love. We do this for fun, right? And it's great to be able to root for the guy that you love, right? It's great to be able to go and get a guy that you really love. For a long time, I loved Alvin Kamara because I was a Saints fan. So I would go out and probably overpay a little bit to get that guy that I loved. And that kind of goes back into your topic of knowing your league mates. If somebody knew I loved Alvin Kamara, then they would go and offer me that and then probably get a little more because I loved I loved, I loved them so much. So I just I encourage you all to go get to fill your roster up with players that you really love, that you love to watch, that you love to root for. It all makes it more fun to me. 
No, yeah, man, one hundred percent, Stephen. Um, I know with me, like I, I've heard the the same thing over and over again. You know, like make sure you diversify your dynasty teams and all that. Like, yeah, that's that's some good advice, sure. But I'm not gonna lie, Stephen. There's some players to where I have a solid eighty percent share of. And with it, I think I'm in 10 or 11 dynasty leagues. And honestly, CD lamb is probably on nine or 10 of those teams. And the reason being is because I like watching the guy. I think he's an underrated wide receiver. And to be honest with you, I have overpaid for him in a couple of leagues, but I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm I'm perfectly okay with it. And just like you said, it it, it makes watching football enjoyable, you know, Uh, just to be honest with you, Stephen, I don't have a particular home NFL team. There's not a certain team that I should root that I do root for on a weekly basis, which I probably should look into that. Uh, but with it, it's certain players, man, you know? And so, like, I'll, I'll look and try to find those players that I'm rooting for. Last year, I, I don't know if you remember this, but in the preseason, I said, Ramondre Stevenson, go go send out a second, get him. And then now the return on that is ridiculous. And so, man, go get the players you love. Just go send some offers out. And like what you said, Stephen, if you got to overpay a little bit, do it because at the end of the day, you want to enjoy your team and actually like what you built. Yeah, in left field for just a second here. Let's put you on the spot. BJ, if you had to pick a team right now ah. or your life was over, who would it be? Man, I don't give, – give me a, give BJ, me a second. Your life me... is in the balance. <laughs> your life is in the balance. Oh, my gosh, dude. I don't know. Uh, oh first, first. <laughs> BJ's I, dead. dead. BJ's I'm dead. dead. <laughs> uh, Roll him down the hill, throw dirt uh, on him. <laughs> my, I'm not going to lie, Steven. Do you ever have those moments where you think something and you're like, oh, God, no, stop thinking about that? <laughs> uh, my first immediate thought was Dallas, and I'm like, no, I can't do that. And I can't be a Dallas Cowboys fan. Well, you are. And, no, no, I'm not. Dallas no, Cowboys, I stopped it. BJ I stopped, Kent, <laughs> Dallas Cowboy. I stopped that thought process, and I pushed it <laughs> against the wall, and I threw it out. Uh, no, man, I think, honestly, if I, if I had to pick one, uh, as gross as it sounds, it would probably be Baltimore Ravens. No. Um I know that's why. Trust me, that's why I said that, Stephen. Uh, but with it, man, I don't. I don't. Are you a Ravens be... fan or are you a Lamar Jackson fan? I'm a Lamar Jackson you... fan. Well, then you better not be a Ravens fan because he's I... probably. God. <laughs> I know. So speaking of, <laughs> speaking of which, Stephen, uh, go against him by next. Okay, look, guys. Before the next episode, I'll have a team that I'm rooting for. Okay, you just give me time to to get my resume situated. All right, I got you. I got uh, you. And so going into my second and final dynasty tip. It's a very, very simple one, and it is one that you need to learn and the one that you need to keep close to your chest. Watch the trends and be adaptable, okay? Uh, it's been said from the very beginning, you know, I'm going to die on this hill uh, with certain ideology with Dynasty and, and all of this lot. other type of I stuff. I do a lot. Yes, Stephen, you do. No, but uh, <laughs> sometimes, man, let's, let's just be honest. Sometimes we're wrong. And with a lot of dynasty players, sometimes we're wrong on dynasty players. And so what I mean by this, when I say watch the trends and be adaptable, sometimes we do go out there and get the players we love. Sometimes we do overpay. But to be honest with you, sometimes those deals end up biting us in the butt. You know, sometimes they end up hurting us more than helping us. And Mm -hmm. in the long run, these people lose their value. And when that when that happens, you have to be able to be adaptable. Uh, And what I mean by this is, is watch the trends of some of these dynasty players. Uh, Look at look at how their performances have been. And then it's a great opportunity to buy low, sell high. But sometimes, to be honest with you, Stephen, you have to end up selling low on some of these players. Uh, If you know that their dynasty value is about to take a dip 
and you know that market share right now is at an all-time high and in the next six months you do not see the same return even being possible then go ahead and sell those players you know and i understand that we like i said we all have people we, we love we all have dynasty players we love and things but my thing is man steven one thing that we talked about like a couple of years back was zach wilson and we talked about Zach Wilson being top of that rookie class and stuff like that. And when you look at it now, that that came back and bit us in the butt, you know? I mean, Justin yeah. Fields is currently one of the top ones of that class. Trevor Lawrence is up there. Uh yeah. but with it, I think I one mean, of us had a I think one of us had a high Zach Wilson take and one of us had a high Trey Lance take and we both are We're both wrong. We're you know? both wrong. And that's yeah, that's I mean, okay. And that's okay. And, you know, and the thing about it is, is that sometimes you got to take a step back and you got to be able to re- not release those players from your roster, but man, just absolutely let them go. Them you know, <laughs> yeah. and so, uh, man, that's that's the thing. Sometimes we are wrong on these players, and that's all right. But also, I want to talk about the reverse side of this as well. Sometimes we have players that we are completely out on that dynasty trends end up going in their favor. Okay. And what I mean by this is, is that sometimes the consensus around a certain player is at an extreme low, but you analyze their performance and you see the trend going upward. And then when that happens, man, you snatch that player quick. Uh, a couple of players that this reminds me of just last year, Stephen, uh, if you look at the first half of the season with two receivers, DK Metcalf and Devontae Smith, they were at a stagnant, mediocre line. They had decent performances, but it was never them breaking through their ceiling. They never had these wide receiver one performances. And with it, I don't know what happened. I guess their offense just started clicking around week eight. But when it did, they started producing. And when they started producing, it was a good chance to go out there and get these players. When you saw these trends happening, to where now both of those players currently in dynasty rankings are being valued as top 12 assets to where this time last year, even in the week three, week four range, they were being valued as wide receiver twos in some cases. And so what I'm saying here is being adaptable goes both sides. It is actually buying players that are at a low and it is selling players that are trickling down there as well. And so keep an eye on that, man, just being able to be objective, you know? I'm not a good person to talk about this because I am not very – I mean, I can be adaptable, but I'm also stubborn, and I do die on hills. <laughs> not not you, like, Stephen. Not I'm you. I'm dying on a bunch – I die on a bunch of hills. Although I die on a lot of hills, I also, you know, die and conquer on some hills. So, I, I mean, we've we've seen that go both ways. But I do agree with you. It is best to be adaptable and really keep track. You really have to watch these things closely because they can change quickly. And if you're not watching and seeing it, you'll miss out. You know Absolutely. whether it's whether you're talking about selling a player or picking up a player. So I, I totally agree with you. And 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 sometimes, um, although I don't want to agree with you here, I, I do agree with you because I, I should take this advice wholeheartedly because. Uh, I, like I said, I'm not very good at this. I die on lots of hills. So, well, like Steve, just real quick, man. One one thing that I saw from you, I remember in our Yellowstone League, you bought Jalen Hurts when he was at a low. You know, yeah, before yeah. he had that breakout season last year. Yep. And now you can turn around and you can actually sell that player for about three times more than what you paid for him. You yeah, know? probably so. Yeah. And so moments like that, you know. Yep. 
Well, and it also depends on the owner too, you know. But uh, but yeah, no, I, your league I, mates. Got, I got yeah, no, your league mates. That's exactly right. Um, all right, going on. Uh, my final my final uh, advice, just from the years here, um, is trust your own evaluations of your players, um, but never disregard what the community is saying. And this this kind of does go back into what you were saying about trends and being adaptable to tier rankings. But I see this as what I mean here is they have all these different tools, fantasy pros, dynasty league football, you know, uh, different tools that you can go out and you can find rankings and you can go on Twitter and you can see some rankings and you see some votes and you can see lots of things like that. But you should trust your own evaluations mm. and rankings of your players. But you cannot disregard what the community is saying about a player. Um, I just think that your own evaluations is going to make you feel better than going and looking at a at a list of players that can help. That can be a tool for you. But don't do not let it be the end all be all for you. You need to trust your own evaluations of players and let that be that. Do not let somebody come to you and say, well, on Dynasty League football, Patrick Mahomes is the QB1. If you don't like Patrick Mahomes as the QB1 and you like Josh Allen or you like Jalen Hurts or you like whoever, then try, then do that. And 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 I know that's a, you know, that's not a, you know, that I mean, a lot of people do have Patrick Mahomes as their one, but you may not. And if you don't, that's fine. Trust your own evaluation of your players. On the, At the same time, you can never disregard what the community is saying about a player. So let's just say you have a guy that, again, BJ, talking about trends and being adaptable back on yours there. But let's just say you have a guy that you have, you know, as, say, a mid-wide receiver too. But the consensus dynasty has him wide receiver three, you know, or back in flex. So, again, you still have to – Take account to what they're saying because, and that could work. That could work in that could work in your favor, or it could work against you. Yep. Right? You could go buy that player for less than what your own evaluation of him is, and that and you should feel great about it. But you know you'll probably never be able to sell that player, so you cannot disregard what the community is saying about players either. Absolutely, and that kind of helps us out, man. To where if you can, it kind of goes back to our last point, Stephen. Watching these trends, uh, man. I remember back whenever. Um, I think it was about two or three seasons ago before CD Lamb was boosted into the top five dynasty wide receivers. Um, I remember sitting there and kind of seeing those trends and seeing the performances. And I'm like, man, this, this guy seems like he is right there. And I remember that people were saying that he wasn't even the wide receiver three wide receiver four of that class, you know, it's where people had Jerry Judy ahead of him and a couple more. Yep. But I remember sending an offer for, I think it was the one Oh seven and uh, Cortland Sutton for CD Lamb. And I remember getting roasted in the league chat there. But then I remember immediately, like within a couple of hours, Stephen, somebody said, whoa, 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 time out. I just plugged this in on a trade calculator and it looks like the value's on your side. And I yep. was like, well, you know, that's consensus, you know? Yeah. And so yeah. with that, look at that. And Stephen, I agree 100% with me because a tough situation is, is when you personally value a player extremely high and, than the and consensus yeah. does not. It is right. so hard to get a deal done in moments you're, like that. You're not going to. You're going to have to. You're probably going to have to hold that player because it, it it's just so rare to see. So uh, you, the only way you get a fair deal in your eyes is that somebody holds the same value that you do. Yep. But that's not the consensus value. So it's very hard because so very many unlikely. players, so many players, look at that stuff and go, "Well, 
this is where he's ranked, so this is what I got to get for him. Whether that's their whether that's their ranking for him or not, and it usually yep. only works one way, right? It only works in the way to where it's going to favor you. You know, you just never you never go backwards on your players. You know, you're always going to want to get more. You know, mm-hmm. get more. So, um, but it, it you know I, I agree. It's 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 one of those things you really got to keep an eye on, and you really got to you get, really got to see what the community is saying about players. Yeah, I think one prime example of this that we've seen in the last couple of months was Joe Mixon. Uh, during the season last year, even before the season, we had people valuing him extremely high, like top five dynasty running back. And then all the stuff came out uh, outside of football. And then now, Stephen, I'll be honest with you, I've seen people on Twitter and everywhere else saying that they would not buy Joe Mixon for a second right now. Uh, yeah. Now, me, me personally, I'm probably not in that camp, you know, nope. but I'm even with that, if, if consensus is that low, though, Yep. Then it could actually benefit us. Absolutely, but, but it can hurt if you're trying to sell. You know, right? Yeah. And so a lot of this time it comes down to holds. And so I, I agree with you, Stephen. I think this is a great take. I think it is something to where we all need to know. And man, I think with this, I'm man. My thing is, is that dynasty football in general, dynasty fantasy football, it is something to where it is ever changing. You know, there is not yep. a set rules. There is not something to where in five years is going to be this way. Uh, players' values are going to change. The game is going to change. And with it, we have to be able to be adaptable. And, man, all of these tips is basically us seeing these things before they happen, you know. And yep. just uh, just some good rules, man. And so, uh, Stephen, I think that's, that's going to wrap us up, man. Yeah, uh, I want to take this time on this short episode real quick and just thank our listeners, guys. Uh, a lot of the people who listen to this podcast are people in our own dynasty leagues that we're in. And so I just want to take time and just say thank y'all. We appreciate it. Uh, also, send us some trade offers this week to kind of kill some doubt. Uh, also, real quick, I want to thank Jab Step, a fantasy basketball podcast. Uh, our friends over there, Ben, Jonathan, and Cassidy. Uh, man, wow. they're running. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, your arch nemesis, Ben. Uh, but, man, they uh, they got a fun podcast over there, man. They talk about all types of stuff. Uh, it is one to where if I'm driving and I got a 30, 45-minute drive, I can plug them in just listen to them real quick. And so y'all go check them out. They're on all platforms. Uh, and also, man, just as we continue to grow this podcast, give us a follow over on Facebook, Le- Legacy of Legends, the Dynasty Podcast. But more importantly, follow us over on Twitter, at LOL Dynasty Pod. You can check my Twitter at at Afrodynamics 116 and Stevens is at DS Deaton 24, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so outside of that, Steven, you got anything else you want to close us out with? Man, no, I'm just looking forward to uh looking forward to the rookie draft, really. I mean, I'm re- just looking forward to um the rookie drafts coming up. I'm looking forward to the NFL draft, to be honest. We'll have a little football in our life. Um and then and then honestly, honestly, we'll we'll have some downtime again, you know, through the summer oh, yeah. and, and things like that. But 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 I am excited for the NFL draft. I will say this, it's it look and and I know we're probably not going to have an episode until the draft. So I will say this though about your rookie drafts coming up. Guys, it's not imperative that you have your NFL rookie draft, dynasty draft as soon as the NFL draft happens. Like guys, football does not start back up until September. So we will be fine, okay? So don't hound your commissioners about let's have our rookie draft, let's have our rookie draft. Look, we'll get there when we get there, okay? It'll be fine. Oh, yeah. And then in closing, real quick, as we wrap this thing up, we appreciate you guys. I thank y'all for y'all's listens and everything else. And always remember, Brass Young QB1. Y'all have a good one.